0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Have you ever thought of the term bait and switch in terms of a relationship tactic? Well, that's what we're going to talk about today when we are trying to save our sanity we have to look back and see what happened at the beginning and a lot of what happened was truly just as in advertising bait and switch What you thought you were getting, what you thought you were getting at a great price and was almost too good to be true, turns out that you were right. It is too good to be true. And now instead of that high quality product at an amazing price, you've got a low quality product with a very difficult return policy. We're going to talk about that in depth today on Save Your Sanity. Stay tuned. Welcome to Save Your Sanity, help for handling hijackles those difficult, toxic, and often disturbing people in your life. I'm Dr. Roberta Shaler, the Relationship Help Doctor, and I'm here for you. Hello, and thank you for joining me. I'm so glad that you're here. As usual, if this is your first time, hello, happy you found us. And if you are returning, I'm so glad you're back. Today we're going to talk about something a little uncomfortable, maybe you don't want to think about it this way, I know you'd prefer not to think about it this way, but you know sometimes we just have to rip off those rose-colored glasses and see things for the way they are. So today I want to talk about hijackles and how they pull a bait and switch and then they go on to use sex as a weapon. Is that at all familiar to you? Has it happened to you? Have you noticed it? Are you just beginning to notice it? Did you notice it and leave? What has happened for you? Well, we're going to talk about all aspects of that today. Now, what is this tactic called bait and switch? Well, you're probably familiar with it at the supermarket. They advertise something that's just at a price a high quality something that is at a price that is so great, you can't resist it. So you go in and you buy it. And then once you get it home, you find you have a product that is of lower quality, much lower quality, and you are very, very upset and don't know what to do. And you may think you have a no refund policy, no return policy. And actually in advertising, that's illegal in many countries, including the United States. And you might be wishing very much so that it is illegal in the sense of the bait and switch that happens when you fall in love with a hijackal. And when you do that, what they do is that love bombing is the bait. You become hijackable bait. And how do you become hijackable bait? Well, my term, of course, hijackle bait, means that you have been raised in some way that hijackals find attractive and they either see you as a challenge or they see you as someone they believe that they can manipulate. Either way, a challenge to manipulate or easy to manipulate because perhaps you're naive, perhaps you're a good empathic person who simply sees the good in people or you've been badly damaged and you don't believe that you're deserving of great love and this person comes along and loves you so instantaneously that you are excited about it. And then they amplify that intensity with their love bombing. So bait, 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 bait. And it is wonderful. It is delightful. It is delicious in the beginning. And then once they gotcha, you you know, I write about this in Escaping the hijackle Trap. Once they've gotcha, then they start to show their true colors. They could be a chameleon during that bait part. They can be a chameleon during the love bombing part. In fact, that's all they are because that's not really who they are. And then if you're not wise, and I've talked about this in other episodes, so be sure to listen. If you're not wise, you will think that that person who loved bombed you is the real person. And that if you turn yourself into a pretzel, that person will come back please know they're not coming back. They weren't real. That was a persona to get you. And once they got you, then who the real person is shows up and that's who you're dealing with. So they amplify all this intensity and they have all this wonderful love and attention and romance and you're just in a love haze and a love daze and you can't believe your luck you have found this wonderful person who thinks you are the best thing ever your soulmate. you have found it and that is all part of the bait and switch and then you get in relationship with them and you know they're always kind of speedy if you think back to the beginning of your relationship They were falling in love with you too quickly. They were saying that they wanted to marry you too quickly. They were talking about your beautiful children too quickly. They wanted everything and they were painting a picture of an ideal future far too early in the relationship. You thought you died and gone to heaven. You got engaged with that. You thought that that would be wonderful. And it certainly could have been. However, you were with a hijackal and it didn't turn out that way. Did you? So once that they had you, then they started to manipulate you. They would withdraw from you. Um, They would withhold affection or withhold sex or they would demand sex and demand affection could go in either way. Either way, they're controlling, manipulating tactics. So the bait in the bait and switch is love, the promise of love and happily ever after. And the switch is control. And I will be in control of you. So what does sex mean to a hijackal? On the whole, not every hijackal is the same. We all know that. I've said that so many times. But generally, sex represents admiration and attention and pleasure and a little bit of domination and adoration and extremes of joy and pleasure and wonder and uniqueness and oneness and all of those things. And so that's what it means to the hijackle is that they are the most important person in your life. They are the person you are showing all of that to. And sure, when they're love bombing you, they show it to you too. But after a while, it starts to turn into something that's a little imbalanced, doesn't it? Did you have that experience? And pretty soon hijackles are using sex as a bonding tool to hook you on their energy. And they start that in the love bombing stage. They use it as a bonding tool They hook you into their energy. They hook you into wanting their approval and their love. And they hook you into them to please them, to keep them happy. But did you notice that no matter how much you give them of anything, it will never be enough? I know it's sad. It's horrible when you stop and think about it that, you know, you just thought if I give a little more, if I'm more patient, if I'm better, if I'm less demanding, if I'm more forthcoming, if I have sex with them every time that they ask, if I demonstrate to them how much I love them and I will abide by their rules and live up to their expectations, maybe they'll like me. Maybe they'll love me like they did in the beginning, but you already are going down the pathway where the equation is getting very imbalanced they are taking more and more and you are giving more and more and that is the pattern of a hijackal relationship so no matter how much you give them of anything time energy love sex patience latitude forgiveness no matter how much you give them of anything. It will never be enough. They will want more and they will make you wrong for not giving it to them. And the other side of that is they won't love you anymore. They will not treat you any better for you giving them more and more and more. And the sad truth about that is it's highly likely that over time, that equation will get more unbalanced. It will be worse. I know it's sad. But if you've already been through this and you're listening, I'm sure that you're nodding your head and saying, yep, that's how it was. And if you're just experiencing it now and your mind is going, oh my, that is what's happening to me. And if you want to go into denial right away, that's quite natural. No, 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 no. That that couldn't be happening. That person is wonderful. Just observe over time they're going to get less and less wonderful. And the sooner you stop making excuses for them or justifying or rationalizing their behavior, the sooner you can put a stop to this inequity. So hijackals use sex as a weapon. So they will withhold sex when they're not happy with you, but then they may get angry and demand sex and tell you that it's your job to give it to them. About 25 years ago, I was with a man. I'm ashamed to say this now looking back on it, but you know, we don't know at the time. I was with a man who said to me, if we're going to be in a relationship, it's up to you to keep my prostate healthy by having sex at least twice a day <laughs> and, you know i'm not ashamed of my response i'll tell you because i looked at him and said not going to happen not my responsibility not any kind of expectation that is going to entice me to be in a relationship with you and he got nasty and huffy and horrible and we were on vacation at that time And it it was horrible because he thought that that was going to entice me to say, we're bonded because now you have taken responsibility for my ongoing sexual health. Have you ever heard anything like that? It was preposterous and it absolutely caught me off guard in the moment, but it showed me his true colors. My goodness, where did he ever get off thinking that that was a possibility? So hijackers will withhold sex as a weapon. They'll demand sex as a weapon. They'll command you to have sex with them at any time. I remember, oh, about 10 years ago, I had a client whose husband would come in. He'd come in drunk. He would come in at any hour of the day or night, reeking of sex with other women. He would expect her always. She was never to, spe- to sleep with clothes on so that she was always available to him. He would come in in that condition. He would yell or scream and demand to have sex with her. Demand that she be available at all times. That happens. These totally unrealistic expectations that don't look anything like love. They don't look anything like love. They don't feel anything like love and they are not anything like love. This is coercion. This is part of what I talk about when I talk about coercive control. And if you haven't listened to the podcast in save your sanity on coercive control, do that. It is very enlightening. You need to know that. And if you need help with any of this, go to my website, transformingrelationship.com. Learn more about this. If you need to talk to me, I offer a full one hour session to new clients for only ninety-seven dollars. Go to beaclient.com. Beaclient.com. And if you need more information, go to my YouTube channel. That's youtube.com slash for relationship help. F-O-R-Relationship H E L P. So much there for you. You know, if it's startling to you to hear these things from me today on the podcast and you're thinking, oh, I need more information, then you can certainly get it at transformingrelationship.com or the YouTube channel for Relationship Help. Because this could be a moment when all of a sudden you realize that this doesn't have anything to do with you. This is coercive control. This is sex being used as a weapon to manipulate and control you. You know, hijackals love to engage in what we call micro regulation. They like to have rules, you know, they like to say, I want my dinner at a certain time. And if you don't have it on the table at a certain time, you're a terrible person. Or they like to say, if you don't provide me with everything that I want, I am going to find someone else who will, you know, they're, they're coercive in that way. And they like to micro regulate. So they they would like to have um, sex with others so they can tell their partner that the partner is inadequate and therefore they have to go outside of the relationship in t- order to get their needs met because their partner isn't good enough or isn't available enough or doesn't make love uh, in a way that is as skilled as they would like. They're not going to help you with it. They're just going to make you wrong for not doing it. Does any of that sound familiar? Because this is the way that they microregulate regulate you. And then they withhold affection, and then they withhold sex. You know, there's an English study that said 30% of the women in the study reported that their partners deliberately withheld affection or sex often or all that time. I mean, this is not news. This is not something that I am you know, hot under the collar about and no one else is talking about. This is very important stuff. It's well researched. And we're all working very hard to do more research and to learn more about it. And my task is to bring it to you. It's a task I choose because I don't want you to have to go through any unnecessary pain and suffering or take your children through it without knowingly understanding what is going on. And that's what I try to help you with here on Save Your Sanity Podcast. Go and listen to other episodes or go and listen to my other podcast, Emotional Savvy. Go and listen to that. Just go to emotionalsavvy.com. Listen there. Now, there's a man, a wonderful professor from Princeton. His name is Evan Stark, and he wrote a book about coercive control. In fact, he created the term and one of the things that he said is control over sex is often explicitly linked to other forms of gendered obedience. Gendered obedience. Do you think you have to be obedient when a partner demands sex? No. Not on any planet do you need to do that. Another human being cannot demand that you have sex. And if somebody says to you, well, we're married and I have dominion over you. No, 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 no. And no, that is not true. That person does not have the the opportunity, the uh, agreement to demand sex from you. It does not have the opportunity or the agreement or the right to create intimacy that you don't want. And there is such a thing as partner rape. And remember that. Domestic rape happens. It's sexual coercion. When you're forced to have sex against your will or your desire. Sex is something that is supposed to happen by mutual consent. You know that, Right. And if a hijackal tries to force you to have sex, or shame you into having sex, or threaten to leave you if you don't have sex at the moment that they want it in the way that they want it, whether you want it or not, that is not okay. It is absolutely not okay. And I hope you know that. Because when you're forced to have sex against your will, you start to have your self-esteem diminished And of course, all their words will diminish you further, but you start to believe that you don't have any power and then they are winning. They are proving that you don't have any power, that you are not powerful. And you are. So please, please listen to this. And if you know someone who needs to listen to this, please share it with them. Be sure to tell them to go and listen And to subscribe so that they can listen at their leisure. And to go to the YouTube channel for relationship help. The podcasts are there. My videos are there. Everything is there. So that you really get it that this is not okay at any level. And there's a great book by Lisa Fontes. And it's called Invisible Chains. And she said, one common rule with these folks is sex on demand The controlling man requires that his partner makes herself available for sex when, where, and how he wants it. And a hijackal will make it clear that no is not an option. And that if you say no, the result is days of hostility or silence or withholding money or time or affection or... Whatever. In fact, they may not even come home. And when they do come home, they'll be ver- verbally abusive and degrading and dismissive and demeaning and insulting and rude. And they'll withhold money and time and affection. And they'll do that all in front of the children. And then they will degrade you to the children. These things happen. And it's very important to not make the mistake of thinking, oh, look how how emotional this person is, how upset they are. This intensity, never ever mistake that intensity for intimacy of any kind. It isn't. It's coercion. And it is not okay on any planet, on any level, at any time, with any person, and yes, we often talk about coercive control as being something that is mostly exerted by males over females, but hijackles come in both sexes, and they can also be as coercive in withholding or demanding sex and making you wrong for not providing for their needs in the way, when, where, and how they want it if this is going on in your life, I just had to do this episode to make it really something you think about. Because this bait and switch thing, the bait is, I love you, I love you, I can't live my life without you. You're the best thing that ever happened to me. And once the gotcha takes place, all of a sudden, then we come to the switch, which is, unless you do exactly what I want, I will not even pretend to love you. And remember what I said at the beginning, that love bombing person, that one you wanted to believe you fell in love with, that person doesn't exist. That was a sham. That was a come on. That was the the persona, the chameleon-like face that they put on themselves in order to get you. The real person is the one who is exerting the control, the one who is making you wrong, making you feel small, And you know that that love-bombing person comes back when they really, really want something or they're afraid you're going to leave them. Don't believe it. Don't believe it. That's not the real person. The real person is the one who is behaving badly. Now, remember, remember, remember my number one rule when dealing with hijackers whether they are narcissistic, sociopathic, psychopathic, histrionic, borderline, whatever kind of hijackle you might encounter. My number one rule is ABB. Always believe behavior. No matter what they say, always believe behavior. And remember to believe the behavior that is most frequent, So when they pop up with the love bombing, that is not frequent behavior. That is convenient behavior to get you to do what they want you to do. You can tell I've got a lot to charge about this. You know, I've lived through all this stuff. Fortunately, it's way behind, which is why I could respond to that person I mentioned even 25 years ago with, who do you think you're kidding? But, you know, I have been there. I have walked it. I was raised by hijackles. I married hijackles. I divorced hijackles. I co-parented with hijackles. This is why I do the work that I do. I do not want you to be in pain. I do not want you to be in prolonged coercion. It is really important to me to bring you these ideas so that you can see that you're not alone. This happens and other people know about it. The people in your life may not believe you. I believe you. If you need to talk, remember just go to beaclient.com and we can talk from wherever you are in the world because I work through video conferencing. If you need to learn more about hijackles, get my free ebook, How to Spot a Hijackle." Just go to hijackles.com. You spell that hijack, A-L-S dot com. And if you need to know even more about it, take my online course, Just go to transformingrelationship.com and click on store and you will see my home study program called Seeing the Cycles. So much for you. I really hope you care about yourself and that you are hearing me say, don't believe the hijacker. They don't have your best interest at heart. They are not there to give you the best life possible. It is Everything is about them, what they want, what they need, and you are supposed to be the one who is terrible for not giving it to them. There is nothing that you can give them. There is never enough you can give them or do for them or change for them that will make them treat you better. Please believe me. I hope that this is something that you will think about. If you know people who need to hear this, please share it with them. And i look forward to talking with you again in the next episode. Take good care of you because you matter. And I hope you treat yourself as though you do every minute of every day. I'm so glad you spent this time with me today. I hope you heard something that touched your heart and empowered you to move forward. You can have the life and relationships that you most want. And that begins with you within you today. I'm always here for you. Life can get better. And you heard that from me, the Relationship Help Doctor. I'm Roberta Shaler, and I work with clients throughout the world through video conferencing. We can talk. So learn more at 4relationshiphelp.com, F-O-R-relationship, H-E-L-P.com, or visit me on YouTube at 4 Help. Join me for next week's show.